Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she's going to be sharing about what is a whole yes and how that can really help you to have the business and life of your dreams. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She has decades of C-level executive and team coaching and coaches leaders to empower and create a collaborative, vibrant, responsible, and I love it, joy-filled culture that leads to the results that they're most wanting. Her practice is shared in a diverse range of industry, high tech, wealth management, engineering, healthcare, marketing, and more. She specializes and awakening leaders to their genius by shifting from unconscious beliefs and behaviors to self-awareness, bringing what they say they want to what they actually have. And that really is um, the key. So she challenges Mm -hmm. leaders to own their own results in all areas of their life and for organizations to achieve their desired outcomes by raising up teams that learn to shift out of drama and create win-win for all solutions. And boy, I wish I would have had that when I was in corporate. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. (laughs) Uh, The core of Deborah's coaching is providing conscious tools for leaders and teams to practice and implement into their lives. And she's just worked with a gamut of folks, RBM Capital, Gamma Partners, Nashville Public Radio, just a real cross-section. And I'm so excited to have with us today, Deborah Sunderland. Deborah, thank you for being here. Sharon, thank you so much. I love your energy, your intention, and your care for people. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, we we only have those kinds of folks on our podcast, so it's a you know absolutely back at you. Mm-hmm. So we so appreciate you for being here. So absolutely. Deborah, I always ask everyone the same question when we are first coming on for your episode because my podcast is called the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I ask my guests, "What does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you?" Mm-hmm. For me, in my now state, it means not allowing just part of me to drive my life Mm. and my business. It means for me to check in and slow down Mm. and really be filled with myself um, to, before I even start my day, Mm -hmm. uh, to get centered, to breathe, to get out of the anxious one in me, the one that wants to just achieve Mm -hmm. Um, but to show up really whole in the morning so that when I am in my crazy mind (laughs) that wants to achieve, I can sense it more quickly and come back to that state. Oh, Mm -hmm. that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So can you share one challenge that stands out, just one that you face that's helped you to activate that more in you? Mm. 
I would have to say um, it was a wake up call for me, a challenge. I almost died um, racing my bike, being the overachiever and ignoring my whole yes, which is what I'm going to talk about uh, in this, in our time together. It was about um, being the best and winning at everything I could possibly win at. And that included racing my bike when I was 42 years old when I started. And I ended up having a... Um, major wreck on my bike in one of my uh, criterium races that ended up um, cracking my skull open, severely injuring my brain that they thought was going to kill me, the injury, uh, shattering nine ribs, puncturing my lungs, separating my shoulder, and I started convulsing. I was raced to a trauma one hospital in Chicago and pronounced to my family, you better get here right away. We don't think she's going to make it. Mm. So I'd have to say that I know the part of me that can win. Mm -hmm. I know the part of me that has that drive to beat anyone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, to be accepted, to be approved of from the outside. And it took that near-death experience for me to come back to myself and know that I'm more than winning, more than getting things done, and sure as I'll have helping Uh, more than helping others get to that place as well. And Mm -hmm. it really made a shift for me around where I spend my energy. My work is about now waking people up, especially the ones who've overachieved like I have to who are they really called to be. Mm. Wow. That's, we'll have to have you come back and talk a lot more because that was just a real (laughs) download. I felt goosebumps from the top of my head all the way through my body. So let's talk. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Um, uh, So let's talk about what is a whole yes, because, you know, um, I know you work with a lot of companies and leaders, you know, and we have folks that are listening in as that as well, but, you know, we have a lot of folks that are starting their own business, you know, mm-hmm. or they've been in business for a while and maybe they're solopreneurs, you know, mm-hmm. where uh, even more so, you know, when you work in corporate and, you know, you and I both did, you know, it, it's that you have more layers of people to delegate to. You may have more drama because you have more layers, but especially, <laughs> um, you know, I think that people can really be super over overachievers type a you know about their business because you know you're putting in a lot of cases you're putting yourself out there especially for people that are coaches or healers or whatever you know it's not just a widget it's not just a you know a knickknack thing that you're selling you know or a service that is you know just you know totally you know in a linear way necessarily um so a lot of folks will be listening you know can really appreciate that so i know that you are just absolutely impassioned about the whole yes. So talk to mm. me and everyone here about that whole yes, which really, it was a catalyst out of your experience, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. was was born out of, oh my goodness, the trauma to your body, to your brain, to, mm-hmm. you know, to your confidence, to your sense of, um, you know, who you thought you were, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there you were broken, mm-hmm. you know, broken in so many ways, and just broke you open really I you know I think of your head like breaking open boy what a metaphor for breaking you open totally right? yeah wow. and it, I was actually put in a coma mm. to shut wow. my brain from swelling and was in the hospital for a month and then really had to learn to walk talk cut my food again and when I was released from the hospital I just want to give this little caveat 
the neurosurgeon said, you know, you have a serious TBI. It's probably going to take you three years to be okay for your brain to really function. Mm. And because I had learned like most people in America, whether you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, um, a CEO of a Mm -hmm. multi-billion trillion dollar company, we have been raised in my perspective. And I, I find this is true to me for most to, um, in our culture to go off to school and to do um, a task mm-hmm. that's going to be accepted or not accepted by someone else. Mm-hmm. And it comes in the form of a grade and, or a star, or it's holding you back from the next grade. Um, and we learned this from a very young age, what success is, and we are measured from the moments, you know, we go to school and then it's how do we get out of high school and how do we get into college and how do we get into the best corporation and how do we make our CEO happy? And and then when we're 50, we're miserable mm-hmm. and we've lost ourselves. We've lost the young one, the joyful one that used to tear around the place with their siblings or their neighborhood friends, you know, playing whatever sport it was tag or, or hide and seek, or we tend to, to, to put that aside. We don't play anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's because we, um, in America particularly have been, um, have this drive right? This culture to drive, to be the best. And it's, if anyone knows the Enneagram, I'm a type three, our culture is a type three. We're about winning. Mm. And so we aren't asked as a child, what do we most love? We weren't asked what we like to do. Typically, typically mm-hmm. that, that question doesn't come across. Right. So my want, no matter what business you're starting, wherever you are in the process is to pull back, drop the, what you're doing every day and ask what excites me right now. Mm-hmm. What do I love doing? And is this where I'm spending 70 or 80% of my moments during my day? And if it's not stop, don't do it. Because we have been driven by fear most of our life from the outside. And if we feel like we're going to be good enough by doing something enough, then we'll be okay. Or then we can rest and then we'll have created success. But that's not the case. Because in my accident, I was number two out of 998 women in the United States racing my bike. My first year of racing tells you how crazy I am. And it still wasn't enough. And I found when I worked with CEOs who had seven houses or five houses or, you know, could travel at any drop of a hat, but they didn't manage their calendar. They had to look at their phone and decide, oh, where do I have to be today? Because their day was formatted by Mm -hmm. their secretary or virtual assistant. And and people would just put things on their calendar and, and, and they'd have to show up there. I'm like, that's not the way I want to live my life. And I don't want anyone to live their life that way. I want them to stop and think who's putting that calendar on there. Who is the one creating the moments, the days. And it's okay to say to yourself, 
no, I don't have to do this. And I want to listen and honor the one in me that has a desire and a passion. And that desire and passion, I believe, is a divine gift. Mm -hmm. That divine gift, I'm getting chills right now. Mm -hmm, Me too. That divine gift, dear ones, will be fulfilled by the greater. We just have to trust that that is put in us for a very special reason. And the skills and talents that we have will match the divine being inside of us, the passion inside of us. But we have to stop and listen for the match. Mm -hmm. And typically we don't stop and match. We get to our doing and we override that. And then we wonder why we don't get what we most want easily. And we wonder why we exhaust ourselves because we're putting energy where it's not meant to be put. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So talk about the whole yes then. So where do we go from there? So that's the no, right? I got that. Now now we got to shift into the whole yes. So that is setting us up for that whole yes. Yeah, thanks for reminding (laughs) about that. Perfect. So the whole yes is really, Mm -hmm. we're great at being in our brains, all of us, right? That's Mm -hmm. how we figured out how to do our homework or whatever whatever that is. Mm It's really starting to know that we have body intelligence first and foremost, before our head's going to know it, before our brain's going to know it, our body's giving us signals at all times. Our body moves forward when we have a whole yes. It actually is like, Ooh, I want to do that. And you could, I would love Mm. for people to start to notice. Uh Uh-huh. Sitting forward. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Sitting forward or leaning into someone or wanting to move towards that way. Mm -hmm. And the body actually has a no when it's not wanting. (laughs) It actually goes back and it's like, Oh, that's so true. It's so true. Right. And when the body doesn't want something, the muscles tighten, Mm -hmm. the muscles tighten, the chin tucks in, the shoulders pull in, the chest pulls in, and then there's a swirling in the stomach. There's a fast heartbeat. There's maybe a hotness in our hands. Um, We might even get a headache. Our body's like, no, that's not where I want you to go. No, 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 no. But what happens is because we haven't been taught these things, we ignore it. Mm-hmm. So my toss is if you're struggling with a migraine, if you're struggling with an ulcer or anxiety in your belly, if you're struggling with a stiff neck and uh, a shoulders, listen mm-hmm. and say, oh, thank you. Thank you for showing me. Thank you, headache, for being here. Thank you, belly, for swirling. Can I just breathe into that? part of me that is telling me what is for me is my whole yes. Cause it's telling me no. And if we honor the no, we're going to get to the yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So taking time for that. And then the next part we check in with science says is our emotions. Well, we have all learned, right? Oh, don't pay attention to the emotions. Don't bring that to the business world. Don't mm-hmm. ooh, all, we're so good at pushing that aside again, a welcoming to our whole yes is 
why do I want to have come through me? Cause I'm noticing my stomach is swirling and it, there's some anxiety in there. Fear, anxiety, fear says caution, mm-hmm. pay attention. And we want to do that because if something isn't paid attention to, we're going to miss the whole yes. We're going to get distracted down the rabbit hole of doing something that we should be paying attention to that probably is a no. And we're missing our whole yes. So learning the intelligence of the emotion. So the five main emotions that I work on are um, fear. And that could be in a combination of anxiety, um, terror, anywhere in between. And it lives in the belly. We all know what that feels like Um, and welcoming it. And then fear, our emotions only last, science says, in our bodies around 90 seconds at most. So if we allow it to come through us and grow the capacity of it, grow the capacity to be comfortable with it being there, because most of us are going to push it away right away because we're afraid of our emotions. It's like, can you just give a little more capacity, a little more room for maybe the anxiety that's there, just a little bit more of allowing it to be there as for you, as your teacher, as your whole yes versus Ooh, push it away. It's not for me and not get the learning. Um, the other parts of the emotions that we work, I work on are anger or frustration. And that is this no longer serves me. And that tends to show up in our body, in our shoulders, upper chest, jaw, neck, and just welcoming and noticing that. And then the other emotion that I, to give us our whole yes, is sadness, grief, mourning, loss, right? That means loss. We've lost something. And that, we all know where the sadness comes from. We can feel it behind our eyes, front of our forehead. We can feel it welling up in us. And what do we do? We tend to wipe our tears away. We tend to push it away. It's, can we just let that sadness overflow into our body? Can that be a yes for us Mm. as a cleansing as it comes and letting it clear and heal us so that we can welcome what wants to step in, in place of the loss. And then the other part is creative energy. Creative energy lives in our pelvic region. What wants to actually be birthed in us? What wants to come forward as our whole yes? What wants to be alive in us? And right, that's where babies come from. That's Mm, where children are birthed. But that's where life comes from. So what wants to be as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a CEO, a mom, whatever that is, what wants to be birthed through us is our whole yes. And then joy. We know where joy, joy is in our core. And can we just, what wants to be celebrated in life? That's what joy is saying. What wants to be celebrated? And can I slow down long enough to be with that in my body and my whole body? Yes. To pause and celebrate, because again, we're on the move. We're getting things done and we don't even pause to celebrate what we've already created, Mm, what we've already done. So can Mm. we even give capacity a little longer in ourselves to say, Oh yeah, I want to celebrate this. I want to celebrate this person. I want to celebrate this accomplishment. I want to celebrate me. 
for the gifts I have, for the wisdom I have, for the beauty I have that just wants to flow through me. So that's what a whole body yes looks like for that. And then after we experience the body and the motion, the third part of our wholeness is our IQ, our brain. And it's the last thing to really know what's up (laughs) and checking in like, oh, do my thoughts align with my emotions and my body sensations? And what is my whole yes from my head, heart, body, and gut? So that is that, and that's the practice. And, and until we slow down to check in with our holy yes, right? Um, we're just running on, usually out of our brain, which is our ego, which is our fearful one, which is our amygdala, which is going to, again, scan for what's outside as the ego does so well to protect us. And it's going to override our whole yes. It's going to override our body sensations and our emotions, And it's going to put up our defenses in our walls. So it's noticing, am I going to my head and not listening for my whole yes? And we got all these thoughts spinning and swirling the 60, 65,000 thoughts we have in a day that distract us from our whole yes. Can I allow to be in my body? Can I allow myself to feel the emotion and get out of my head in order to get to my whole body? Yes. Mm. Oh, that was beautiful. I just want everyone just to really just soak that in because you've said so much. You, you've really uh, shared so much that is just, you know, a real part of how people can really find greater joy, you know, because the joy isn't about all the accomplishments, all the marks on the chart or whatever it is. You know, the joy is really in the journey of the experience of being fully, fully alive and recognizing that we are part of the divine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we just, we just push that aside and, and, and as, as human beings and, 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 you know, and especially in America and USA, you know, we really do have um, that, you know, win at any cost, you know, and that's become more and more prevalent when at any cost, whatever you have to do to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is really, you know, is just really damaging us and damaging our souls, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it mm-hmm. is part of the um, part of the divine curriculum that we're all, I feel we're all meant to really come to terms with mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that, that winning at any cost because we're all connected it doesn't mean you win because if someone else is losing, you're losing, but we just, you know, we're asleep to that. Right. Um, You know, when, when we wake up to that, uh, the transformation will be, you know, amazing because everyone will just come from this place of, of course, of course we want to have everyone be supported and loved and taken care of. And, you know, of course, because we're all connected. So everything you're saying is so much about my senses, so much about the transformational point that we are at, you know, as, as human beings, but it starts with us in our own lives and our own experiences. And so um, I'm so grateful for, for you to share, you know, some of this knowledge. And um, is there anything else that you want to share? 
share with folks about how to really begin to apply this in their lives? Because especially with solopreneurs, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's all about, oh my gosh, how am I going to get the clients? How am I going to get the marketing? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I got the technology. I got this. I got that. You know, yeah. and, and, and just, um, it, it, it seems kind of, I know for some people, they will feel or could feel you know, that it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. It's sort of like, you know, thoughts create reality. What's for lunch? And, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. we're, what you're trying to really convey, it feels to me, is that, you know, that if you feel like you're on this, um, this kind of wheel, you know, this, mm-hmm. the, this, this, uh, the word is psychotic that comes to me, but it really yeah. is this kind of yeah. psychot- psychosis, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. happens from just this constant comparing yourself to everyone else, mm-hmm. this constant comparison about the actions that you aren't as good as anybody else in doing the actions. And therefore, that's why you're not getting what you need to be getting. So let's say that that, you know, that right now, everyone that's hearing that, and we all have it at some, some level, all of us, you know, if we just stop and say, yes, this is, this is meant for me. This is a message. There's no accident. I'm listening to this. This was meant for me. Mm -hmm. What would you say to folks um, that's just kind of coming through you that you would want to share with them to be able to really, you know, fully embrace this and just and and instead of just saying oh well that was a great podcast Sharon oh yeah great podcast but then Mm -hmm. you know continuing on with the kind of psychosis that energy Mm -hmm. psychosis I just Mm -hmm. that just came to me whatever that is I love that yeah yeah it is it's the crazy right it's the crazy that we all run to get somewhere and so it's it's I would I would just say like where are we going yeah where's the fire What I find, no matter whether it's, you know, a a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or, Mm -hmm. you know, someone that's running a multi-billion dollar corporation, I find that these dear, beautiful people, all of you don't, first of all, my want for you is to realize that you are created like no other in the whole world in all of eternity to live is such a time as this. It's like one in 4.3 trillion chances that you will be born at this time by Mm -hmm. your parents created just the way you are. And, and to really step back and look at that is a beautiful gift. And then wonder how can you love yourself? Mm. Like what would be the most loving thing for you every morning? Mm -hmm. And when I ask that to my dear leaders, they say, I don't know how to love myself. Mm -hmm. They've gone so far from their wholeness, their whole body, yes, to achieving that they don't know what it means. Mm -hmm. Or they feel guilty when they say, I want to love myself. And doesn't it start there? Yes. Like if we don't honor our beautiful being and love ourselves first, like for me, I always say, love God, the universe, love myself. And the way I love myself is the way I'm going to love others. Mm-hmm. And if I am, that's the greatest thing for me that I could ever, ever achieve in my entire life. And I don't know what that means really, but I'm willing to learn it every day. And if, 
if that to me, that's the greatest journey instead of getting somewhere, can it just be that we're all in a journey to learn together from every situation and every result, including the ones we don't want? Like, isn't it just learning and growing and becoming who we're to become, who we want to become and allowing and supporting and raising up those around us, whether we're a mom or a dad or, mm-hmm. or lead, isn't it about raising them up to become the gift that they are to the world? Isn't that the most amazing thing that we could offer? It's, it's like today I was riding my bike and I thought, you know, one day I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, really guys, we're not going to be here forever. And like my accident, I had no idea. I was racing my bike. I felt great. And really in my head before I crashed, I thought I'm going to podium today. I feel great. It was my B race. It was even my A race. That was my last thought. Mm-hmm. Our moments. We I are still our, ride that bike. <laughs> yeah, and I still ride my bike. Exactly. It wow, wasn't that, about that, that's bike. a lesson. It's not about <laughs> yeah. the bike. <laughs> it's not about the bike guys. It's not about the bike. It's about our inner side. Oh, I love of it. Us, right. It's never you embraced about the bike again. Yes. yes. I love my bike. I love oh, my bike. Right. Awesome. And it's been my greatest teacher because it brought me to who I am. Yes. It is the biggest gift to me. And so every time you get a result you don't want, how is it so for you? Mm -hmm. It's telling you, uh, 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 there's something here for you. Maybe you're not going down the path you're to be going down, or maybe your fearful one is driving you and you're not listening to your whole beautiful being. Or maybe it's just about you'll activate something in you that will help you to support others because you've gone through it. Exactly. How could you possibly stand in this place? You know, so, so I know it can sound, it can sound very esoteric, mm-hmm. you know, because when, when we're in the midst of any kind of problem or challenge or something didn't go the way we wanted to go. And we get that, you know, that it can sound so esoteric to say, Oh, well, you know, it's okay. You're supposed to get something out of that. But what most people do, and I know I've certainly done it in the past is look at it and say, yeah, but what was, because, but then we turn it around and make it like somehow I wasn't enough that I had this experience. Like I made some mistake or some whatever. Right. And the reality is, is that, you know, those are uh, um, soul curriculums. Those are divine curriculums Mm -hmm. that maybe you're, you're going to go through that and it's going to support other people, maybe one other person on this planet Mm -hmm. that you have some divine soul assignment with that, that, that one thing that you went through and maybe for, you know, all that time, but you know, but that is going to touch their heart. It's going to touch their soul and something, maybe not even something conscious that they know of, but something is activated in them that will take them in a whole different direction. Absolutely. We have to look, and I think it's so beautiful that you're bringing that up. We have to look at it as, you know, and what you said is making that deeper connection that we don't have to do this all by ourselves. Yes. I mean, because that is absolutely when we're on the, the, the energy psychosis, it's all about, I've got to be in control. I've got to take care of it. I've got to make it happen. I've got to make it work. It's all up to me, but that is the place where you'll never find joy. No, you'll never find joy. And, and you'll overpass override all the beautiful people that are in your life. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to connect with them. So I just, I want to ditto, like say, I'm like totally like, yes, yes, yes. Or on everything you're saying. And and I didn't share this part, but I knew that my life was spared 
mm-hmm. for a very amazing reason. I didn't know what it was when I was mm-hmm. lying in my bed after I got out of my right. coma. Right. And I called out to God, the universe. And I said, why am I here? Because certainly it's from more than me getting things done. <laughs> and 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 helping others to get, to get your that, to-do that was, list that was waiting exactly, for you for that month <laughs> exactly but it was that question it was that bigger question that there's something beyond me and living the life I had lived without judgment but there was a really curious space of like wow like I don't want to miss it this time and so when I'll just share this really beautiful thing, when I was taking my littles to school, well, they weren't, my son was like 16 and already six foot four. I was driving him to the train station in Chicago. He was getting on in a very, and I'm going to tell you this, not as a judgment, but a very wealthy community where I would say people don't have a physical need or they have food, they have more, you know, they have plenty sure. of things. And I preface that because as he's getting on this train to go to the city where he went to school, my little Little girl was in the back. She was 11 at the time. She sees these beautiful people getting on the 702 train in the morning to go to work. And I'm finally cleared to drive my, my car and drop her off at school. And I hear her little voices. I'm still waiting for my answer as to why am I here? She says to me, mama, why does everyone look so unhappy getting on the train going to work? And my heart was like, oh, like it was a stab in my heart. And it was like this sadness and this agreement with her. And I knew that that was what I was to to look at. Mm -hmm. So I dropped her off at school and crossed the tracks with my car to go get my bike and about to cross my track, those same tracks moments later with my bike. And now this is only eight months after my accident. And the reason I had healed way faster, I didn't share that with you, is 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 that when the neurosurgeon said it was going to take me three years to heal, my automatic reaction was, because I had already learned, as you had said earlier, that my thoughts create my reality, that I rejected that thought and said, hell no, it's not. Mm-hmm. So I was back on my bike and my coach said exactly where I was before my accident. And I was about to cross those tracks. And my purpose came to me. And what I heard was, thank God I almost died doing something I love doing. And I was awesome at it. Hmm. These dear precious people are getting on the train, going to work every day, doing something they don't most want to do, but they believe they have to do it. And they're dying a slow death every day and they don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. I am here to wake them the age up. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Beautiful. that's what I believe is a whole yes. Mm-hmm. Is getting to the place where you had said, I love the word joy, where mm-hmm. you are energized and fulfilled and you're doing matches your being. I'm not saying all the time, but if we can get 70 to 80% of our days, that would be awesome because otherwise it's the fearful one in us. It's our ego, which we want to thank our ego. We want to mm-hmm. thank that. Because it's important to have that part of our brain. It sure. protected us. Important. So we want to mm-hmm. honor and say, thank you. And I'm more than that. Right. I'm more than that. And just Absolutely. so my toss is for all of you, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, just to like, who's driving me here? Mm-hmm. Is it my fearful one 
or is it my joyful one? And welcome who's ever here right now. Can mm-hmm. I just welcome myself and wonder, could there be more for me? Is what excites me and, and where's the joy? And can I just allow a little bit more of that? Can I trust that part of me a little bit? Because that one in us, the ego doesn't want to trust that one. The ego mm-hmm. wants to be like, oh, no, you really can't live that way. No, you've got to earn money. No, 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 no. You've got to like keep going or who else is going to do it if you don't do it? Right. Right. Exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the ego talking. So embrace that and then, huh, okay, thank you. And what if there's something more than that? What if, just what if, can I just get curious? What if there is another way than me just rushing around and, and driving myself over the edge? Could there be another way? Mm. Oh, Deborah, you're a soul sister. I could talk to you all day. Girl, we need to have you back because it just, oh, so good. But I am going to say that Deborah has an amazing gift for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, it's a, uh, do you want to tell them a little bit about that gift, the abundance book? Cause that, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I love to write from my heart and whatever comes up for me, I, I get these, wow, write this down wherever I am, or I speak into my phone or, and so over the years I share my learnings and about, um, from an abundant standpoint, mm-hmm. right? And and what's here for all of us and hopefully waking up people to abundance is there for them too. And so I have a year long abundance book that I put together to inspire people to quite have them question what's here for you today mm-hmm. in abundance versus each lack. day, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So I want to give everyone that link. It's also going to be on the episode page as well. Just go to www.sunderlandcoaching, that's S-U-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D, just like it sounds, sunderlandcoaching.com forward slash opt-in. So it's forward slash O. PT hyphen in. And that link is also on the episode page as well. Um, but if somebody is just listening, maybe forwarded this over to somebody and doesn't have that, you know, you can just, um, you can get that on the episode page at coachingfromspirit.com on our podcast uh, mm-hmm. uh, episode page mm-hmm. with Deborah Sunderland. Deborah, I just am so grateful for your service, so grateful for your light. Um, we definitely have to have you back so we can dig into this even more because this oh, is okay. such a time, you know, especially with the pandemic and everything. It mm-hmm. just really brought people, I think, so much more into uh, some, they had to slow down. You know, there had to be some level of slowing down. And so there is this huge awakening that's happening, even mm-hmm. though, you know, in a lot of ways, it doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are saying, are you kidding me? Everything is hitting the fan. And I say, but, you know, that's what happens in a birth, right? Births are messy. And <laughs> yeah. uh, we all know m- mothers that have had birthings. Um, mm-hmm. It's a messy process, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's got to, it's got to, come through. And so it it is. And there's so much excitement. And I'm so grateful for your light. And anything you want to say to folks in closing, Deborah? Yeah. um, Breathe. (laughs) Breathe is good. (laughs) Breathe, breathe, breathe. Because that's the gift of life. It's always a gift. And yeah, just keep breathing, breathe deeply, breathe in all of it, breathe in life, guys you're right where you need to be. You're perfect right where you need to be. Just keep breathing and giving yourself love and acceptance. And I do want to share, if you want to look at your 
mm, getting yes. out of your doing right. and how aware are you of, of that stage, which you guys heard me talk about, like, how do I get out of that? I have a little quiz that I recently put together and it's um, www.beyonddoing. So you're going to have two D's together, beyond doing quiz.com. Mm. And it just helps you become a little bit more aware of where are you? Are you stepping into your whole yes? And what's driving you? Um, yeah. So I'd love for you to take that oh, and give me beautiful. your feedback and connect with me around that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you guys stay together. I love that Sharon. Like, I love that we're all together and the learning, we create more learning and togetherness. So yeah, absolutely. I love, I'd love to be back here talking with you and, and being awesome. together. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you. Thank you for your light. And everybody, we see you living lives of love, joy, peace, and prosperity and always, always. And we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Thanks so much, Deborah. Thank you. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, One of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com slash masterclass.